0: did
1: jesus have a sense of humor
0: yes absolutely absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. and 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 that's a, that's a really good question mark and and i want to question talk about mark. this ah, <laughs> <question
1: mark. laughs>
0: um but why is it seriously why is it that certain people equate humor and laughter with being unspiritual right I
2: mean,
3: it, it really is. I've, have you met some Presbyterian
2: <laughs> pastors? I love my Presbyterian
0: right? friends, by the way. I
3: saw a guy who wrote a comment on a sermon I preached at Chino Hills, where I used quite a bit of humor throughout the whole thing. He says, cut the humor. Someone said that yeah, to Yeah, he you? says, cut the humor. It's not spiritual. And I thought, oh boy, you'd be a fun person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, you get these people that are
0: baptized in, in lemon juice. Yeah. Like, I what? Said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's like... And they just will not laugh. They will not, it's almost like, oh, that's not good. That's not, where do we get that from? Where does that come from? Here's when you know, friends, that a society is facing a massive moral crisis, that it's heading toward total and absolute collapse, that it's on the brink of utter destruction. It's when you see a growing number of grown people pushing their dogs around in baby strollers.
1: So true. Ray? What's wrong with that?
3: <laughs>
0: or placing
3: their dogs on the front
0: of their bikes in a basket no. with sunglasses.
3: Repent. I've told Janet off for that on live TV. Radio when she said I've got a bike with a basket It's I said, not a
1: basket When
3: I hit 95 I'll be on a three wheel bike with a basket But until that time <laughs> I've got a platform With a dog on it, not a basket <laughs>
2: Dog on a platform Guys, seriously, you what you need is one of those side carts, like the old school
3: ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Those, well, I, those little I, motorcycles. If, if I ever get a big dog like a Great Dane, I'll put them like that. That'd like, be great. Seriously, Ray, you should get a Great Dane. Put a I, saddle, I saddle on Always. <laughs> <laughs> Twice the size of Ray. And I need to get, get me a ladder also. Go for yeah. a ride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, guys, I, I, I'm, I'm so perplexed by this. Dogs and strollers, dogs and like baby slings you know those baby things I think
3: pu- I I purchased
0: uh, one of those dogs dressed up in fancy outfits dogs have you guys seen those dog bakeries they have dog treat bakeries they bake dogs <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that yeah hot dogs uh they got dog nannies some people i, I was looking up last night I, I was i was finding pictures of these luxury dog houses with air conditioning, pools, water slides, hot tubs. This is one dog house? Yeah. Oh well, no, I mean different different ones. I grew up where a dog was not even allowed in your house.
3: Yeah, okay,
1: I
2: People Did you grow up that way? People Mark. actually buy dog food. <laughs> 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 Disgusting.
0: What
3: is wrong with you people?
2: <laughs> Seriously.
0: <laughs> I, I I'm tired of this stuff. I I have a dog. I love my dog. She's a nice dog.
3: She's a dog. But where does she live? Inside or outside? Inside my house. (laughs) (laughs) In in my in my bedroom.
0: (laughs) I sleep on the floor. Do you let let your your dog? dog Do you let your dog uh, sleep on your bed? My dog is my dog. Doesn't come into my room. In fact, I only I think twice. I've tested her to call mm-hmm. her into my room, but she knows. I mean, if she's going after a ball, full sprint, she gets to my door. If it happened to go into my bedroom door, she'll stop. She knows she's not allowed in there. Hmm. So, yeah, but guys, come on. I'm talking insanity. Um, I was watching your dog
3: drive your car to work
1: today. I saw a dog driving a <laughs> Tesla. You did not. Yeah. No,
0: but seriously, it was a big deal for me when we got our dog, Willow, three and a half years ago, to actually have a dog inside
1: our house. Hmm. You have a beautiful dog, I have to say. She is pretty amazing. Ray, there. not so much. <laughs> no, actually, Ray's latest dog is actually very pretty.
3: Lucy. Lucy.
0: Lucy's still living on your head, huh, Ray?
3: Yeah, she loves spending time on my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but guys, it's crazy. Like, things have gotten out of whack with animals. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just have to say that. I have to air that. I know I'm going to get hate mail. Air your grievances. Easy. Hate mail, death threats. And probably everyone's going to bring pit I'm not a dog fan.
2: Me. I
1: was mauled by a dog in the face. And yeah, well, that's understandable, Mike. I, not, not, I would have looked like Tom Cruise if it wasn't for all the stitches.
2: <laughs> it's pretty bad. For those of you who've listened and never seen, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. We don't look at Mark <laughs> on purpose. Mark,
0: do you just be honest? <laughs> I'll try. I, he I'll always try. is. He's a, he's a Christian. Um. For a change, Mark, to be honest, do you just... (laughs) change.
1: Do you just... Do you tolerate your dog? I totally do. I I asked each one of my kids and my wives individually. I I said, hey, are are you going to cry when Rusty dies? And they all said, absolutely. And I went, I'll... Prepare yourself because I'm backing up the car. (laughs) No, I mean, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to cry when my dog dies. I'm not hoping that he dies. And if... If something happens where everybody has to move out, and something happens to my wife, I'll take care of the dog. You know, but I.
3: Not. Do not. You might no. surprise this is your, you might surprise yourself when your dog dies. Okay?
0: Uh, I, yeah. I grew I grew up in a, in a Arab home culture where you constantly where you eat your dog. You, you, <laughs> you, don't get into this hot dog eaters. Okay, wiener nitzel men. I, I grew up in a, in a in a home where you just give your dogs away. I mean, all my yeah. life, every dog we've ever had, just give it away. I, I think I may have shared a long time ago, our poodle, tiny, had bad breath, helitosis. My sister was a dental hygienist. They would try to brush the poor dog's teeth. Anyhow, miserable, Excuse me. depressed dog. Change its, it...
3: change its diet. It's probably eating Arab food. <laughs> <laughs> it a a,
0: no, this was a dog that lost its like lifetime partner from the previous owners, and it was utterly depressed. They gave it to us. It had stinky breath and... One day, we just went to the park. I go, what are we doing? Oh, we're just going to go to the park. My brother takes poor Tiny out, puts it down, and says, Tiny, go pee. And that's the last I saw Tiny.
1: Hmm. Uh, that's that that's terrible. I uh, <laughs> you know.
0: It was at Miles Square Park. You, you, uh, he's still probably, there. You probably came across Tiny, Mark, when uh, you lived out there in the area.
3: Uh, uh, Changed its name. At the it field. was a
0: dog that would go pee on command. That's why my brother said, go right. pee, Tiny. That's we right. have uh, a... walked
2: off, and then we left.
3: No, when it was depressed, you called it Tiny. Tiny.
2: <laughs> we have a we have a corgi that my family is obsessed with. And when we brought him home and we were all trying to figure out the name, I said, why don't we name him Speed Bump? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, they didn't you like got that. a
3: corgi? And there goes yeah, the we, podcast. I've, I've, had, I've had corgis on us growing up. They're beautiful dogs. Oh,
2: yeah. Corgi.
0: Rachel. Well, Rachel loves, because she grew up with yeah. those corgis. Uh, but the yeah, last no, time, no,
2: no. so my grandma, I don't know if I should tell, this, tell the story, but I'm going to. My grandma, sweet old lady Mexican woman like from a different era a different time why
3: am I nervous
2: (laughs) so she went to Mexico recently to visit her family and like her family grew up like they were Mexican Indian yeah so like I've been in my grandpa's house like he he literally like or my great grandpa's house they literally like stuck up you know a pole in the ground was like this is our (laughs) our land and they built their home so that's kind of where she goes to visit and so she comes back you know this elderly woman and she and we're like, how was it, Grandma? And she's like, oh, it was so sweet. You she know, my sunny. brother. She goes, my brother, he's doing so well. And we're like, what? what is he doing? Well, he's raising these dogs in his backyard, and he has them fight each other. And it's so <laughs> cute. We're like, Grandma, that's illegal. She's like, no, but it's cute and oh, fun. Oh, man. My abuelita, bro. Yeah. <laughs> is it illegal in Mexico, Oscar? I, I'm pretty sure it's illegal everywhere. Uh, I Well, I don't know about that, but it's got to be. And they have that, the cock fighting or the, the roosters. It's pretty wild. Well, that's crazy. What do you guys like? I don't approve of that, by the
0: way. Pulling pictures Ray. of
3: dogs on Mark's computer. Oh, that's what you're doing. You like dogs, Ray? Oh, I absolutely love dogs. I love Seriously, dogs. I don't know if you've seen me in action, but whenever there's a dog lying on the ground, I, I lie with it. It's yes, true. Ray,
0: we've seen you. I in absolutely action. love dogs. We've seen you bark in airports. We've seen you. Uh, <laughs> that is
3: communicating with another species. Yeah. Easy. Ray. Ray, sit sick
2: <laughs> ray really sees eye to eye with the dogs up there.
0: <laughs> literally okay friends here's a comment from isaac164748321968847 are you serious <laughs> no can we take bets can we take bets on hoff and easy's yeah, name is so mentioned in this one uh, least let's see here i wouldn't be uh, this uh, amazing amazing This is now my favorite podcast. I'm 13, and I've listened to every episode, and I don't know how I listen to any other podcast. It's been a so ray of comfort for me. It really hits the mark. It really deserves an Oscar. It's really easy to listen to, and it's really helped me grow in a relationship with the Lord. Easy really encouraged me, so I'm starting a Bible (laughs) memory journey, and I was wondering... (laughs) <laughs> if you could do an episode on memorizing the Bible or your favorite Christian movie slash show. P.S. All my family agrees. Easy is right on Augustine and different flavors of coffees. And gross, I would like Easy to do more poetry on the channel. (laughs) Four. You're right. I
3: agree with the poetry. Yeah, (laughs) it was four. Was It four. Four times. Easy was mentioned four times.
0: Thank you, Isaac. You're the most wonderful person in the world. (laughs) And my best friend forever. Isaac means laughter, doesn't it? Yeah. Isaac, really, though, 13, listening to the podcast. Yeah, the that's so cool. so cool. Instead of being is.
3: in a gang, he's yeah. listening to the podcast. <laughs> Those are the only two options. <laughs> my 13-year-old is in yeah, a gang. So a gang? Living Waters oh, he podcast. he says, uh, <laughs> me and my gang listen to uh, the Living Waters <laughs> podcast.
0: All right, friends, this podcast is brought to you by God has a wonderful plan for your life. Speaking of God books. books. Yeah. yeah. Mockery mockery. Um, Ray, this, give book, a subtitle. this book is very important. What's the yes. subtitle? There's the Myth
3: subtitle. of the Modern Message. Oh, there is. That's right. I forgot. Mm, it's hard it's things that's that's if <laughs> <got> a hard thing to say.
0: Yeah, friends, let, let me just say, if there is any book of ours that you should give out, aside from Maybe the Gospel of John and maybe the four Gospels. Uh, it would be this one. Yeah. Uh, and look, we want it to get out. That's why it's only four ninety nine for you to just get one copy. But wait, but wait, <laughs> you get no, you get ten or more. They're two dollars each. Forty eight or more, they're a buck. So, and if you
3: buy a 100, we pay you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we want to get these out. So if, if you get the book, read it, you see its importance, get a case of, of 48, you give them out.
3: They can read it online free of charge that's uh, right. at freewonderfulbook.com.
0: Yeah, so read it there and uh, and then get it and give it out. Uh, again, this is to help people recognize that uh, there's a biblical way to present the gospel. I will
2: I say I've read you know. maybe... 8 or 9 of Ray's books. out of the 189
3: 89.
2: I think that's my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. It's really it's really good and it's concise. It's
0: not yeah.
3: it's not too bad. It's short. And, yeah. Like right. the author.
0: <laughs> Thank you for doing that for me, Ray. All right, friends, uh on to the topic of the day, examining God's gift of laughter.
3: I don't think it should be anything should be laughed at. No, no, <laughs> what do you know about laughter? No
0: laughing. Uh man, uh, seriously They're talking about uh, aliens and stuff these days. You guys know that. All this stuff going on in Congress. We just did a podcast on it. But. I was looking at some drawings and stuff that they have of these <laughs> aliens, and these things look like they have no sense of humor. <laughs>
2: seriously,
0: I'm like, how, how, how much it would stink to be an alien? And not laughter. laughter. Can you,
2: I mean, do you ever see
3: aliens laughing? I can't imagine
0: aliens. Well, they existed. could
3: do a movie of laughing aliens. That'd be different.
0: Yeah, um, but seriously, ha oh, thank you, Lord, for laughter. Yeah, uh, one but, of the one of the the. Most common compliments we get on the podcast is that it brings people joy and cheer, and they're after, they're able to laugh, you know. And it's um, fun
3: when they turn it off. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's the best <laughs> that's part. part. Yeah, and guys, the benefits of laughter. I want you to to listen to this. This is from uh, MayoClinic.org. It says this is short term benefits of laughter. Stimulates many organs. Laughter enhances your intake of oxygen. Rich air stimulates your heart, lungs, and muscles and increases the endorphins that are released by your brain. It activates and relieves your stress response. A rollicking laugh fires up and then cools down your stress response and it can increase and then decrease your heart rate and blood pressure. The result, a good relaxing feeling. And it soothes tension. Laughter can also stimulate circulation and aid muscle relaxation, both of which can help reduce some of the physical symptoms of stress.
3: Have you ever laughed to a point where you're going to have a heart attack? Oh, man. That, where it just gets, it just think, hang on, this isn't funny anymore. I can't <laughs> stop.
0: Yeah. Like, I can't breathe. Where the next day there. you actually have, like, ribs, pain. Stomach pain. Pains. Yeah, your, yeah. Rib, your ribs hurt.
3: Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing... A Peter Sellers movie years ago, one of the Pink Panther ones, and didn't watch the whole movie because it's dirty, but this portion was on YouTube, reset on some super glue or something. <laughs> and it just, because it's just what I'm like. And it, I just couldn't, I fell off my chair physically laughing and I couldn't oh, stop.
0: It was horrible. Seriously. He, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but what, it, what is it? What is laughter? It's such a weird phenomenon that i mean when you especially when you know we speak to crowds of people all all four of us do ray it's like a tonic isn't it when, when a when a crowd
3: for both you know for both yeah for yeah. both the audience
0: and and the preacher explain that ray seriously because this is this is a specialty of yours you've been doing it for well, years
3: well, I, i'm a friend i'm a, a fan of the andy griffith show on one show uh
1: Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That just brought reality no, to what no, I was totally. talking about.
3: But he, he says his preacher, his pastor's uh, sermons are as dry as dust. He got caught mm. saying that. And it was really interesting because um, it made me think about chicken coop. Our chicken coop gets as dry as dust every week. Mm. There's just something about it. It's just very dry. And what we do before we clean the chicken coop is if you don't, you just get choked to get on, death on the dust. Just quick spray of the hose, yeah. shh, like that. And then you've got no dust. Mm. And there's a way to take a dry as dust sermon and sprinkle it with water. Yeah, And that's a little bit of humor. Not overdoing it, just a little spray of humor right at the beginning that makes them and you feel relaxed. Because the fear of every congregation, if you're a new preacher, is, oh, is this going to be a taste of eternity? Is there going to be an end? Is there light at the end of the tunnel? If you make a joke right at the beginning, I don't mean a silly joke, but just a little bit of humor, it relieves them and makes them realize you're humor, uh, sorry, you're human, and that you're going to not be too heavy on them in that sense because you've got you've got a sense of humor so it's it's essential
2: to do that it also helps with memory and agreeability if you can get somebody to laugh with you they are more prone to become agreeable yes Uh, from a preaching perspective that's helpful because you want people to agree with God's word, uh, from an evangelistic perspective, that's helpful because you want people to agree with God's word. Uh, it also, um, re-triggers their attention span. Hmm, yeah. So at the end of a, a particular point, you know, a five or 10 minute point, it's great if you, if you get a little bit of laughter, cause it re-triggers them back into, to listening to what you have to say.
1: We love to give
0: things away, we love to give things away, and that's why we will do that every single day here on the Living Waters Podcast. That's right, friends, we're giving away goodies for those of you who go to livingwaters.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form. We are giving 10, believe it or not, 10 different people each week Goodies from Living Waters, $100 value for each box. You'll get tracts and books and a podcast mug and all kinds of good things. So make sure to participate at livingwaters.com forward slash podcast. And make sure to listen to the very end of the podcast where you will hear the announcement of the winners
1: every week. You know, I, I talked in the past about the amygdala hijack. I don't know if you guys remember. That's oh, yeah, of You're engaged in a conversation, and somebody's you just, just out of their mind, and they cannot relate to what you're saying. They're just so angry. Yeah. And I was reading, how do you get somebody out of an amygdala hijack? And it was, tell a joke. Wow tell a joke, and that realigns their thinking and brings them back down to reality. Now they're able to converse with you. I uh, was looking up on uh, Got Questions on some of the most common questions uh, that are asked. And then they had a little section on um, silly questions that came in where they just didn't know what to do with. How how do you answer this? Let me read one of those questions for you. It was, is it wrong to take homeless people bowling and then gamble on which one of them is going to win? (laughs) Essentially, a group of young people would pick up some homeless people, take them to a bowling alley, and buy them some food, pay for their bowling, and then gamble on which one of them would win, not having any idea which was the best bowler. So that was an honest question that came <laughs> Someone in. Someone actually sent somebody that in asked that as question. And they didn't know how to respond to that. Is it wrong to take homeless people bowling and gamble on which one? What, what do you do? you know with that i mean we live in a in a very unusual strange place did jesus have a sense of humor yes absolutely absolutely,
0: absolutely. and 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 that's a, that's a really good question mark and, and i want us to talk mark. about this ah, <laughs> <question mark. laughs> um but why is it seriously why is it that certain people equate humor and laughter with being unspiritual
3: right I mean, it, it really is. I've, have you met some Presbyterian pastors? I'm
0: just I love my Presbyterian right? friends, by the I way.
3: saw a guy who wrote a comment on a sermon I preached at Chino Hills, where I used quite a bit of humor throughout the whole thing. He says, cut the humor.
0: Someone said that Yeah, to he you? says,
3: cut the humor. It's not spiritual. And I thought, oh boy, you'll be a fun person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, you
0: get these people that are baptized in in lemon juice. Yeah. What? Said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's like... And they just will not laugh they will not it's almost like oh that's not good that's not where do we get that from yeah where does that come from
2: it's a, a misunderstanding of the joy that god has given us to enjoy in this world and actually there's a great uh, i i read this book a number of years ago uh, it's called god mocks a history of religious satire from the Hebrew prophets to Stephen Colbert, and he talks about the, both the good ways and the bad ways that mockery and, and humor is used. Yeah, no. uh, and so the Old Testament talks quite a bit, or uses mockery quite a bit. Interestingly, God uses mockery in the Old Testament to poke fun at false prophets and false idols. Psalm 2 verse 4, he who sits in the heavens laughs, the Lord scoffs at them. Psalm 37, the Lord laughs at him for he sees his day coming. Uh, Proverbs 3, though he scoffs at the scoffers, yet he gives grace to the afflicted. So uh, Proverbs, well, yeah, so over and over again in the Old Testament, what we see is that God Laughs at false idols. Even the phrases like it has eyes but cannot see mm. and ears be can, but cannot hear. It's laughing, it's mocking. God is mocking at the false idols that have been created. Like, Look at you, gave it eyes and it cannot see and but ears But then it, it goes hear. further
3: on to say, and it's dumb and those that make them are like them. Exactly. Mm. Really dumb.
2: Yeah. yeah. So God uses mockery in the Old Testament, and Jesus uses humor in the new. In this book that I read, he talks about how we, we need to understand the nature of humor and how it's changed over time. What's funny to us today would not be funny 2,000 years ago. Yeah. So what made people laugh 2,000 years ago? He observes hyperbole. Hmm. Hyperbole was a, a, a way of like, making people laugh. It was the humor of the day. So when he says you can't pass through the eye of the needle, he's using hyperbole. Uh, All the times that you go, so think about just use that idea and go back and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and see how often Jesus uses hyperbole to make a point. People, his onlookers would have laughed in that moment. He was using humor to make a
3: point that stuck. Strain at the net, swallow the camel. If you want to smile, imagine that. In your mind, someone yeah. straying in an ant and swallowing a camel. It's yeah. Legitimate use of humor.
0: Yeah. Now, obviously, we know that there are certain things that we shouldn't be laughing at. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're, you're jokes. <laughs> yeah, jokes so, No jokes. No problem.
1: Concerning that, like, what do you say to the guy who says, listen, I don't find Brian Regan or Tim Hawkins or Darren Streblo funny. I like uh, Joe Rogan. I like uh, maybe some other filthy guys. I, re- I looked up some guys like Daniel Tosh, Frankie Boyle, Dave Chappelle. Hmm. these are the guys that somebody might say, I find that these guys are really funny. Yeah. What you want me to smile at, what you want me to have a good time with, man, come on. It's yeah. so bad.
0: Yeah, well, I would say, uh, you need to read 1 Corinthians 13, love does not rejoice in unrighteousness. And what these guys are are talking about are unrighteous things that yeah. they are things that shouldn't even be spoken of scripture talks about but
3: some of them are things they say are funny but they're laced with filth right and it's just yeah. like drinking a polluted drink
0: i mean when i was a teenager you might you guys might remember andrew dice clay he was like Known to be the filthiest of the filthiest, and then there was a guy, Sam Kennison. I think. Yeah, that, he was really bad. He used to he used to be a pastor or something. I think that guy, or at least professed Christ, was like an outspoken believer. And then he, of course, and and that usually happens, right? It's like it gets even worse when they when when they professed Christ and they go into the world. It's like they're making up, trying to make up for lost time or something, you know.
3: Darren Strebler, who Mark mentioned, is a friend of ours, a friend of mine have known for years. He's part of Clean Comedians. But remember, we had. We went to a restaurant and had lunch with him. And you hear someone out in the re- in the in the kitchen dropped a
1: whole stack of plates,
3: and he just yelled out, "Need a hug?" <laughs> <laughs> but he That's but he funny.
1: did it when it was there was absolute silence because that caused a great commotion when the dishes fell. And then yeah. out of nowhere, the silence was broke with Darren yelling out, "Yeah." Do you need a hug? That's funny. <laughs> Normally
2: when I hear glass break at a restaurant, you guys have probably heard me say this. I'll wait till that moment of silence. I'll go, job opening.
3: <laughs> <laughs> also when Darren, I took Darren to New Zealand with me. I might have talked just before, but I was sitting just before we took off and I couldn't believe what he did. He had st- stood up. So he, his mouth was right under the ear vent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he <was> drinking it. <laughs> 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 Just made me laugh. Oh. He had no smile on his face. And that's, he's, he's, he's genuinely funny. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, it is good to laugh. I mean,
0: I love the, the the verses in Scripture that reference laughter. I mean, Proverbs 17, 22, A merry heart does good like medicine, and a broken spirit dries the bones. Mm-hmm. Ray, there is a, kind of this medicinal... Feeling that you get from laughter, I mean you 've always been good at this, especially with with my kids, your grandkids when when they 've been down or sad. you try to make them laugh,
3: yeah, I thought you were going to mention the um, marshmallows that I used to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't forget that.
3: That was crazy.
0: Ray would stuff my kids. If mouths. they
3: hurt themselves, they, they, they'd they fall over and start crying when they're little kids. I had a big jar of these small marshmallow things and just go and grab a handful and <laughs> stuff it in their hand and into their mouth. It and they, always worked, though. And it just made them smile.
0: It always uh-huh. worked. All my kids have diabetes now.
1: <laughs> but it worked. With Rachel getting honey before she oh, was yeah. one.
0: <laughs> Poor Rachel. Oh, that's right. She yes. had to have those caps on her teeth because they rotted out from the honey ray would give her in the night
1: dipped just to to shut her
3: up because she was driving us (laughs) crazy
1: yeah proverbs 15 15 says all the days of the afflicted are evil but the cheerful of heart has a continual feast Mm -hmm. you know i growing up with my brothers there was a lot of laughter inside the house and usually it was at the expense of one of us uh whenever somebody would come inside the house during a dry moment um my brothers would say hey uh Mark, m- m- make her laugh. Take off your shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. they were always so quick and always so witty and no ability to be able to respond because mm-hmm. if you did respond, you'd get beat up. <laughs> Welcome to having older brothers.
0: Yeah, bro, your brothers. Yeah, we, we've done some S- stuff on you, <laughs> me and your brothers. Says the
1: guy who <laughs> duct taped me to a street light.
0: Oh, that was I can't believe the, you did that. That was one of the most I And joyous. threw water balloons at me. You, well, uh, we had strangers throw water balloons at you. You did. Don't forget that.
2: Um, you bring up a good point, which is because the scripture also warns against scoffing yeah. uh, and mockers. And so there is certainly verses that, that warns us about a kind of humor, a kind of laughter that is not godly. Mm. And we often, I think that the wrong thing is to define scoff as simple mocking or jeering. But I've heard it said, actually, I'll just read this quote. This person says that, when we scoff in a sinful way, we crack a joke in order to expose disrespect. Uh, and they go on to talk about how scoffing in a way that is sinful, um, does it at the expense of excluding another person. So it's, in other words, it's at, it's at the expense of another in a way that makes them feel excluded.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's right.
2: the difference, which means you can make a joke that, that might be funny to one person. You know, we can make a joke about Ray being short, But if we made a joke about someone else being short, maybe it would be a kind of mockery that's not right because of the response that it gets. If it doesn't bring that person joy or camaraderie, then yeah, it's it's in sin. This is a great
0: point. At
1: what point does humor
0: cross the line? Yeah. Yeah. I I think when it's uh, selfishly motivated, you know, when it's carnal. Or foolish jesting. Yeah. Coarse jesting. Yeah. Yeah. when, when it carries with it uh, an intent to hurt, to wound, you know, uh, when it's... Sexual it's driven. Sexually driven. Absolutely. Yeah. Uncouth. Unclean, potty humor. Yeah. Potty humor. All of that. You know, it, it's just, you're, you're going outside the bounds. And that's why I love these comedians, even some of them that aren't believers who, who keep it clean. Yes. And they, they show you that you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Have that filth in order to laugh. It just seems like worldly, the, the godless worldly comedians, their whole aim is just to to be crude in order to get a laugh. And that that to me is like, that's the lowest. You know, I form find it wit. interesting.
1: Aaron Mitchell, Aaron, the actor who uh, does our yeah, narration for course. our television program, yeah. he said when he was uh, taking a class on. Uh, stand-up comedy, that there were two things that a comedian was not allowed to do, a promising comedian. So you would do stand-up, you didn't know the people, and you didn't know the topics that were coming up. So different subjects were being thrown at you, and you had to just work with it. It's called improv, right? Mm. And so he said the two things that you're not allowed to do as a comedian is you are not allowed, not secular, mind you, you're not allowed to use foul language, mm-hmm. and you're not allowed to talk about fecal matter. He's up because these were cheap laughs, cheap ways in order to get people to laugh. And if you can get somebody to laugh without using those two elements, then you're actually funny.
2: I was at a, on an improv comedy team in school that, and we won California State uh, first place. Wait, champions. what? Yeah, what?
3: Wait, wait,
1: wait, in wait. high school. You didn't Why know is that? this the first time we're hearing about? You didn't this? know that? I know about.
3: It. He was an improv. I've always admired because that's a that's a nightmare for most of us. Improv. It was at first, yeah,
2: but we had similar we had similar rules because we were in high school. So you couldn't cuss and, and you couldn't use foul language, and it was really helpful. Yeah. So were you funny? I was back then. Tell me a joke. <laughs> tell me a joke. Wait, I <laughs> oh got nothing. Uh, yeah, I think I think at the expense of other people is really is really valuable. I also think that there's just a a view of things, right? Like for us, I think we 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 poke fun at each other. I can poke fun at myself, and there's a way of doing it that's glorifying because ultimately. We have a low view ourselves of ourselves and a high view of God. Yeah. And that's the reason why jokes at me don't affect me from, from people that I love and trust or even people that I don't. Like it's, I have a low view of myself. I find truth and humor in the reality that I'm imperfect. You're and going I find something too long glorious <laughs> about, about God being perfect. And so I also think that humor can create a distinction between man and God. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think you need to be sensitive to
0: people. You nailed it uh, earlier about talking about, you know, jokes we may make about Ray or about each other or whatever. We all know that we, we find that funny amongst ourselves. And... And we enjoy it, but there are others that may not. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn to
1: read the room. Okay, so this is a great, great point, right? What what do we do for the listener who says, I'm the butt of everybody's joke. I'm being bullied, right? Maybe they're in junior high or high school, Mm -hmm. and maybe even older. Maybe they're employer. Maybe they're in a situation where they are being bullied, continually ridiculed. How do they handle it?
0: Well, I think if it's an environment that you can control, you have to be honest with people. You know, what because, if it's high school? Yeah, that's tough. I think you've, you've got to, first of all, secure your identity in Christ. Amen. Bring life. Yeah, you have to, you have to, <laughs> and then you have to understand, you have to understand the world, right?
2: And, um, Wait, did I miss something? I missed it, too. You said, uh,
1: find your identity in Christ, and then I said, bring a knife. <laughs> <laughs> that helps, too. I, listened, I, saw, I saw a video on YouTube where this guy goes into an assembly setting in a secular school, and he said, I want you to make fun of me. Hmm. And watch, this is what we typically do. And he was responding back to the accusations of this girl who's going off. Your your shirt is ugly. My shirt is ugly. What do you mean my shirt is ugly? This shirt rocks. He goes, and you have a a silly accent. My accent? No, I don't. And he starts to defend himself. And that's what people do that are on the other side of being bullied. And so he didn't know what to do. Didn't know how to respond. Everybody's laughing. And he goes, now watch, this is how you handle a bully. Maybe you're familiar with this. If not, look it up on YouTube. And said your shirt is ugly i know they didn't make it any smaller even he just starts rolling with the punches and laughing with the bully and his point was a bully cannot bully you if you laugh with the bully yeah if you roll with the punches well then he's going to think that you're hilarious yourself Mm. and then they move on to somebody else to bully which is yeah
3: that's funny. it's youtube how do you find that
1: i'll find it for you my uh my daughter
2: one day told me she was like for second grade. This is my youngest daughter, who's hilarious, and she's like, "Yeah, um, somebody called me weird at school today," and I was like, "Oh, really? What what'd you do?" And she goes, "Yeah, it runs in the family." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well,
3: it was actually truth. It's true, yeah. That's
0: absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you do that. You know, for uh, along with remembering your identity in Christ, your acceptance in the Lord, I think that you learn to also keep at the forefront of your mind the understanding that. This is what's expected from the world in the sense that when a dog barks, you don't get shocked. When a cat meows, you don't get shocked, right? When an orange tree has orange blossoms on it, you don't get shocked. So you have to remember that's the way of the world. And then you have to remember who they are. They're lost. They're blind. They're dead. So you need to still be thinking as a believer, right? How can I... Still reach them with the gospel, mm. and and how do you? I mean, scripture is clear. We often forget these verses. You love your enemies. Mm-hmm. You pray for them. You do good to them. You know, I, I love that too, Mark. You learn to roll with the punches and just kind of shrug it off and laugh and say something witty in, in, in response. You know, and and then you you talk. You talk to your parents. You talk to your good friends, you pour your heart out to God and you confess your struggle and the pain that you're feeling and you yeah. ask him to help you and strengthen mm-hmm. you and make you a light, you know?
3: I have to think about that. that. But YouTube. You ask, and you ask Sorry. for
0: help. If it's of a, if it's of a nature abusive that nature. is abusive, you need to get help. Absolutely. And, and you need to enlist others that can help you in that. So, you know, so that's important over, to remember too.
3: Me. I don't care if you told me. Anyway, that YouTube channel, <laughs> that YouTube title is How to Stop a Bully. Uh,
1: Brooks Gibbs. Nine nine years ago, 2.5 million views.
2: I think it's important. I love what you said. Like, if there is a point where it becomes abusive and unhealthy yeah. and yeah you need, to, you need to ask for help there is I think one of the lies that happens when we are being abused or belittled is that people tend to think I deserve this mm. or this happens because I am weak I am small whatever the case is and that thing is not happening to you because there's something intrinsically wrong with you it is not your fault when you're experiencing that kind of abuse yeah. there's not something wrong with you in that situation there's something wrong with the person that's sinning against you. And so often that lie prevents people from going and asking for help and getting support because they think this is on me. This is my fault. I'm, yeah. I'm confessing some sort of weakness that I have by going and getting help. By That is a lie from the devil. Yeah. Um, we all need help at times. Uh, especially easy. You have to ask for <laughs> hey, it. Hey,
1: that hurts my feelings. Oh, sorry.
3: Yeah. Roll with the punches.
1: Ecclesiastes, <laughs> Ecclesiastes three four says that there's a time to weep and a time to laugh, Amen. a time to mourn and a time to dance. Yeah, yeah. There is a time for that, and and let's do it. Let's dance. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Can you guys? Can you guys dance? Can you guys dance I can't. Can I, dance? I
1: can't. My Just wife can, can dance. I cannot. No.
3: The only the only. <laughs> The only dance I can do Is with uh, Stand Alive That's about it
1: You <laughs> know All my kids can dance They all love to
2: dance I'm, really? the, I'm the dancer in my marriage Are you? I do love to dance mm. Really Oscar? Can yeah. you dance? Absolutely wow.
0: wow As he says it with humility I can dance With grace Yeah You can what? I can dance, dance. if I want to
3: <laughs> You can dance right? Using the New Zealand word Dance not dance Dance, dance. Yes. <laughs> Oh Dance
0: Dance <laughs> Dance Um yeah. Job 8, 20 to 21. Mm. Behold, God will not cast away the blameless, nor will he uphold the evildoers. He will yet fill your mouth with laughing and your lips with rejoicing. Wow. Was that
3: one that? of Job's confidence? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was. I was just thinking like, what is what is a situation where you you just don't want something that you don't want to say in front of somebody? And like, I think a good example for us is like, how bald Eddie Roman is. Like he's so bald. You
3: know I think what I mean? he's one of the boldest preachers I know. Leave him alone. <laughs>
2: <Super> <laughs> bold, bald.
0: Um, he's listening know, by the way. I'll tell you some of the, the best times for Rachel and me is when we've had some point of tension between us. And then one of us will crack a joke, and it'll be we'll, Rachel, we'll, wouldn't it? Yeah, typically, and we'll both just break down into laughter. And yeah. seriously, it's like instant healing. It's such yeah. a good tool. Yeah, and we just realized that was why were we, you know, arguing over that or having tension yeah. over that. You know, it just immediately brings reconciliation. And again, it's like this medicine. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's just just instant
2: shot of of boosting. You know, pleasure. And going back to what I said earlier, because Kelly, Kelly and I say that often, she says it more often, like humor is such a powerful tool in our marriage. And what does it do in that moment? It makes you realize how small that thing is that right. you were about to make really big. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So
3: it's always laughing at me. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. I love this in Psalm 126,
0: one to three, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue was singing. Mm. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. What scripture is that? That's Psalm 126, 1 to 3.
3: And speaking of that, Spurgeon said, if anyone's mouth ought to be full of laughter, it should certainly be ours. Speaking Mm. of the oscillation between tears and laughter when it comes to God's salvation that has provided
0: us. I mean, again, you know, laughter is often a byproduct of being relaxed enjoy yeah being being at peace being at ease and all of that is a byproduct of knowing the lord yeah. you know trusting god i mean usually someone typically when they're tense you know and just stressed and frazzled it's hard to get them to laugh you know because they're just so wound up but but when you're in that relaxed at ease mode you're open to that and and it just it's that kind of gift that keeps on giving and so we need to Keep our focus where it should be. On I've mentioned
3: world. it before, but it's it's applicable at the moment. I remember when came out of a uh, vet, veterinarian where a dog had been put down. Our dog had been put down, but a, a mother and a daughter, and she was in her 30s. The daughter came out just absolutely destroyed because their their dog had been put down. It was a big dog, which is harder to put down than a little dog, I don't know why.
1: <laughs> I'm so trying not to laugh right now. I'm
3: oh, sorry. No. Anyway, I gave them a million-dollar bill as they came out, blubbing their eyes out, and I said, this will help you pay the bill, and they both burst out laughing and, <laughs> you know, when, and walking down the sidewalk still laughing. Uh, that's what,
1: you know. We used to have a gospel track uh, called uh, Mad as Hell. That's right. And there was a a bad road rage scenario that that I had witnessed. And this guy pulls up to the gas station and he's yelling and he's cussing at this guy that had uh, uh, cut him off or something. And I went up to him and I had that gospel track, mad as hell. And I go, you look like you could really use this. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. I was just bracing myself. And he looked at it and he just started laughing, you know, at it. Yeah. Mad as hell. Yeah. Gospel track. And you know, it's interesting, isn't it? That
0: at funerals, typically at the wake or even at the funeral, people will get up and start sharing memories and people start laughing. Yeah. And you would think, wait, this is a funeral. Why are you laughing? You know, and I grew up in in a Catholic context where you didn't do that. I, I mean, at funerals, everyone is in black, black. Really?
1: Is that a Lebanese culture thing? It's or? an
0: Arab culture thing. Everyone's oh, is. in black. I mean, you know, it goes back to the Semitic culture. They would hire mourners, right? right? Yeah. It was a demonstration of this is, tr-, you know, tra- but but for the believer, especially, I mean, it, it's healing. As people are mourning and weeping, there's those moments of Laughters, you're remembering yeah. the person, and, and God uses it to give you that
3: sense of comfort. And my funeral is going to be hilarious with you heating it up.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs>
1: I've
0: got all the jokes lined I up, right?
1: We're going to die first, and Ray's going to have to tell jokes <laughs> our kids. I
0: know.
3: I'll just put pictures of you guys up. <laughs> That'll do it.
0: I love Luke 6.21. This is mm, Jesus speaking. Mm, mm, Blessed mm, are you who hunger now, for you shall be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh.
3: Yeah. And I mean, in his presence is fullness of joy. Amen.
0: At his right hand, pleasures evermore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is kind of cool, even th- that it's mentioned, you know, we often talk about the the godly virtuous woman of Proverbs 31, 20, uh, Proverbs 31, Proverbs 31, 25, strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at time to come. Mm-hmm. There's this joy about her, you know, she, she's she's full of, of of laughter, she considers a future because she's a peace and every
2: uh every anniversary my wife and i like we ask what are our strengths and weaknesses and anniversary last year i said what are our strengths and she said laughter and i said what are our weaknesses she said hand-to-hand combat
0: (laughs) 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 and you know it's interesting when you think about uh you know abraham and sarah and the promise that god gave them that they were going to have a son and remember sarah laughed Hmm. and it was not the right kind of laughter right and, um, you know, and she's like, I did it. And he's like, no, but you did laugh right
3: there. It's a funny little discourse between it the two of them, isn't it? Yeah, I you loved loved. It. No, it, I didn't. Yes, it didn't. Yes, it didn't. No, it didn't.
0: Yeah. But then she has Isaac, right? And I love what it says in twenty-one six of Genesis. It says, and Sarah said, God has made me laugh. Yeah. And all who hear will laugh with me. You know, like th- it came to that point where now it became righteous laughter, like joyous laughter, like, Lord, you did it.
3: Isaac means laughter, doesn't Yeah, and
0: it? Isaac means laughter. Isaac. I'm I, I sick <laughs> of laughter. I'm I I sick. sick I'm going to go back to laughter. What,
2: what you brought up earlier and what you kind of touched on, which is the idea that, because maybe there's a new believer here listening that is like, has that, wow, you know, like I, I do still find these comedians funny that maybe I shouldn't be fine funny. I'm reminded of Romans, which says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And it goes on to say, so that you can attest. Maybe right now you have not been able to attest yet because there's still more transformative work to happen in your mind. And the only way that happens is by saturating your mind with God's word, surrounding yourselves with the community of believers so that you're the flavor palette of humor will be changed so that your mind will be transformed so that you can be able to enjoy godly humor and begin to attest to, to the tasteless, ungodly humor that you have now. Not much different than when, like, my kids... Kids just don't have the same robust flavor palette as most adults besides easy, right? Their flavor (laughs) palette hasn't developed yet. But when you get older, your flavor palette develops and you can take, you're not just wanting the sweet, you want the savory, you want it all. In that same way, as believers, we need to develop that flavor palette. We need our, our minds to be transformed to be more like Christ. Yeah, There's something sweet about righteous laughter. Mm. And especially when it's among
0: people that, you know, and, and that's really a, a whole part of community. Uh, it, I mean, humor oftentimes comes with familiarity. I mean, we have so many inside jokes between us all here because we've known each other for so long and we can
3: just, too long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can say a word, right. Or give an expression or, and immediately we start laughing because it, it triggers all of that. And so I like that Oscar community enhances laughter mm. and then, becoming accustomed to the righteous attributes that should belong to us as believers through the word and living them out will also enhance appreciating righteous laughter. So one final thing here and we'll wrap up, but uh, I talked about earlier that the short-term effects of laughter here are the long-term effects. You improve your immune system, Hmm. you relieve pain, you increase personal satisfaction and you improve your mood. And these things can, can carry over into long-term impact through being a people of laughter. <laughs> All right, friends, there you have it. Uh, we hope to keep you laughing through the years. So please let us help you. Email us at at podcastatlivingwaters.com. Let us know how we can do interesting podcasts. And oh, Ray Comfort brought me a stack of things. Ray, I can't believe I didn't think about these when I was thinking about what to uh, tell our friends to, to get a hold of today. 101 things dogs do to annoy their owners. 101 things husbands do to annoy their wives. 101 of the dumbest things people have done. And don't forget our... Uh, is it upside down? Oh, <laughs> the, the skydiver's upside down. 101 of the world's funniest one-liners tracked. You got to get those, friends. And don't forget, uh, God has a wonderful plan for your life. That's it. There you have it. Thank you for joining us. Well, Ray's anxious to get out of here. Oh, yes. Hey, Zay, Lynn he Copeland is here, and Jesus there's lunch, Jesus. and I'm hungry. Dead chicken. <laughs> is it dead chicken? <laughs> yes. It's dead chicken. No Thank plus. you. For joining us, friends. Oh, and all that stuff at livingwaters.com. Don't forget podcasts and all that. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you here next time on the Living Waters podcast, podcast. the ultimate cure for insomnia. <laughs>